1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. So when we talk about love being patient, so what Paul is talking about now is the characteristics of love. So if you are impatient, what is patience? Patience is a consistent, long suffering. So patience is really, it's an endurance, the ability to be able to endure uh, irritation, uh, abrasion, right? And you're enduring it because of the good of the person that you are enduring it for. Understand one thing, there's a cost to love. There is a cost to loving people, right? There's a cost to love. There's a cost to follow Jesus. It's called the cost of discipleship, one of the greatest books ever written by a German guy called Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Read it if you ever get the chance. There's a cost to love people, right? And, and so patience is part of this cost. Don't get me wrong, it's worth it. But patience is the ability to endure irritations, abrasions, uh, uh, things that will rub you the wrong way in order to be able to do the highest good for people. And love is the highest good. This is what love is about. So when they say love is patient, it means that love will suffer with people. Everybody's had a case of, oh, this person's getting on my nerves. What you're saying is I'm not patient with this person. This person's rubbing me the wrong way. I'm not patient with this person. This person is, we used to say years ago, what a nause, mean nauseating person, right? Right, this person, what, however, however, whatever way you used to describe it, it all boils down to the same thing. This person is really trying you. But when we would say this about that person, it's because we didn't know the value of people. We didn't even know the value of ourselves back then. So nobody is nauseating if you love them because love is patient. So someone who says that they love someone and then um, they uh, blow their top with that person, they're really proving that they don't love that person. Because let's face it, let's face it. We can all define love in a very, very subjective way where the love makes sense to us. There are, there are, I mean, Ike Turner used to smack Tina Turner around, all around. I love you, baby. I love you. Really? I mean, his beatings were legendary. Really? Oh, I love you. In fact, then he wrote a lot of love songs. <laughs> he wrote a lot in his mind, right? Oh, I love you. I lo so we have to have some, we have to have some uh, um, uh, objective 
uh, um, markers of love, right? Some, some, some objective components of love. As I said before, love is like uh, um, a recipe and a recipe has components or as you say, a recipe has ingredients, right? This is one of the ingredients to this recipe called love. Remember that song? Anybody remember the song called Queen? This thing called love. I just can't handle it. I can't sing, but you know, there's, it's a recipe and we're putting it together. So, so patience, the ability to be long suffering. I mean, this is what, this is what God shows towards us, right? You know, anybody, anybody who thinks, oh yeah, when uh, 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 God, God, God got a hold of me, when I, I, I was uh, uh, 40 or, or, or 20 uh, and I came to know the Lord, God is being trying to get a hold of you since day one. I'm telling you, since day one. Jesus said to Paul on the road to Damascus, why are you kicking against the goats? Why are you resisting me? Don't ever think that the first time that Jesus came knocking, on the road to Damascus, that that was the first time that Jesus had tried to reach Saul of Tarsus. No, he'd been knocking for a while. And he'd been knocking on all of our doors for a while. But what does God show in his persistence? Patience, right? Patience. We all know we have sinned and nothing has happened. Right? God doesn't do this tit for tat. He has patience, doesn't he? He has patience. Now, now, when it gets to a certain level, God says, hey, I've had enough here. And in the Bible, the Bible characterizes it as the fullness of time. When God gets, in fact, in scripture, in Genesis, God even talks about that, oh, you know, the Amorites are fine because their fullness of sin is not up yet. In other words, God is still being patient on long suffering with them, with everyone throughout scripture, everyone in the world. There are atheists who write books, Frederick Nietzsche, German atheist. No, there's no God there. No, that meekness is weakness and all of that. Hitler read Nietzsche because Nietzsche said that the world needs a Superman. The world doesn't need meekness, needs a strong Hitler read Nietzsche, will to power. And we know what happened there. And Nietzsche, no, there's no God. There's, there's no God for a lifetime was patient with Nietzsche. No God. You know how Nietzsche died? In a mental facility signing his name to the one who's about to be crucified. So the point I'm trying to make is even in that, God is still trying to reach him by taking his mind. And Nietzsche was a genius, really. And him signing his name to the one who's to be crucified, the one who he say it doesn't, who doesn't exist. The point that I'm trying to make is that God exercises patience with us. We are to exercise patience with others. You know. Anybody 
that just explode what you are just saying. And I used to, don't get me wrong. I used to, what you are saying is that people really don't have any value because I am, uh, my little foibles, my little irritations, I am not gonna restrain my emotions. I'm gonna explode when you get on my nerve. Love causes someone to restrain those emotions. That's what love causes someone to do, to restrain those emotions. Love causes those people who, just, who characterize themselves as having a short fuse to have a long fuse, right? A short fuse means you light it up and boom, right? So it causes people to have a long, long, long fuse. That's what love does. Patience is a restrainer of negative emotions that you would actually exhibit or, or, or present towards a situation that you construed, I should say misconstrued, as negatively affecting you in some kind of way. So in other words, a patient person, a loving person, even though the person is robbing them the, the wrong way, they would still keep a hold of their emotion. That's what love is. People who just go around exploding are not restraining their emotions. What they're actually saying is the expression of my irritation is much more important than you. They're really saying, I don't love you. Your emotions are not important. My explosions to upset you, those are what's important. And so I really don't love you. That's what we are saying here because people who are loving, they have patience. They are long suffering. So what does it mean when it says that love is kind? Kindness is just a, a uh, ben benevolent disposition towards other people, towards helping other people. Wow, this kind person, wow, uh, uh, just pulled up and uh, has, has broke down and gave me a, a ride, this kind person. So there's a story, there's a story about uh, Nelson Mandela in the 60s and a woman, a white South African woman was broken down in the middle of the, the street. Nelson Mandela pulled over and back then, I mean, in the eighties, it was by with apartheid in South Africa. So imagine the sixties. So Nelson Mandela pulled over, by the way, for something, if a cop was around, probably would have shot him on the spot. You know, you're trying to rob this woman, pulled over and helped the woman. And the woman, after he held it, was so surprised, held this woman, I think it was a flat tire or something, and went into a purse again. Nelson Mandela this money. He said, uh, no, you don't need to give me any money. She said to him, 
Why would a black man suffer a white woman on their own? You know, Nelson Mandela said, you needed help. <laughs> you needed help. That's kindness. That is, that is kindness. And somebody needs help, right? He didn't put himself first. Well, oh, I could be shut down. Anyone could say anything. I'm trying to rob this woman, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just even having a conversation was kind of as radical as Jesus having a conversation with a woman at the well. You know, really. And so that is kindness. It's this healthy disposition towards helping people. It's a healthy benevolence to, towards helping people. When people actually say, this kind man, we've all heard about those stories, right, where, oh, uh, someone paid for someone to go to college or someone got talking with this waitress and the waitress was talking about uh, uh, she needed to go to college and the guy left her uh, $25,000 tip. Yeah, we've all heard uh, um, these kind of great stories. Uh, a woman didn't have health insurance, needed cancer surgery. It, George Michael paid for all of her surgery, all of her treatment. That's kindness. That, that, is, that is kindness. People who are kind essentially take on the problems of other people. They look to be able to do something about it. We all heard those stories as well, where the guy who was walking to work, the workers in a place of work, they did a GoFundMe and to be able to pay for him a car. There was a guy I was reading about, he was walking, I think 17 miles to work. They paid for this car for this guy. That, that is kindness, right? So. That's a healthy disposition. Kind people, kind people, what they do is they take on, they look to do something on the issue for people. I know a pastor, one of my old uh, mentors, and he was, he was old at the time. During winter, he used to go around and dig out all of the old people out of the snow up in uh, um, Bridgewater, you know, so when they go, that's kindness. That is kindness. First thing in the morning, when you start, oh yeah, you snowed in, he will go around and dig them all out. That is kindness. You know, some years ago, I don't know if anyone remembers, but Warren Buffett gave most of his fortune away to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right, that is kindness. That kindness is also benevolence. He was more, well, what am I gonna do with, with it? Just saying that I'm one of the richest men in the world. As far as he was concerned, that money going towards helping people was more important than any kind of title or status he could have. That's kindness. Um, I think most people have read about this uh, uh, woman, uh, Jeff Bezos's ex-wife. I mean, this woman is giving money away all over the place. All uh, that's kindness. J.K. Rowling said that I would never allow myself to be a billionaire. So she doesn't. So she gives as much money away to try to stay away from that mark. That's just that's just a kind person. 
that is a healthy disposition. Why would I have all of this when there's so many problems in the world? Really, th that is a healthy disposition. This is what we are talking about in terms of kindness. Kind people, they service people. They help people. This is what kind people do. Uh, um, uh, Mother Teresa, perfect example of a kind person. She was just kind. She was just very, very kind. Kindness is, as I said, having this healthy disposition towards the needs of another. Now understand, kindness doesn't just mean giving money away. No, kindness means giving of yourself, right? Giving of yourself emotionally, right? Giving of your time, giving of your talent, giving of your treasure. That is kindness. So patience and kindness are two components of love. Thank you.